Anybody getting stumped in their 20s about what the heck their purpose is? Well, you're not alone. We have too, and we've been sold a lot of messages about what that purpose could be, but somehow still leave this always searching. So that's why in this episode, we're diving into understanding our purpose. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. It's your host, Liv and Lex, inviting you to embark on a journey of fostering flow across your mind, body, soul, community, and culture. We are so grateful to have you all back. If you're new listening, welcome. If you've been listening, oh my gosh, we appreciate you so much. And we are so happy to jump back into another episode. I know the month is coming to a close. The year is in full effect. How are we feeling? How was Aquarius season for you? I know we're up. I've been saying it. We've been known. It's aware. Up, up, up. What's that Cardi B song? If it's up, then it's up. <laughs> please, please. That's the theme song for Aquarius. Well, we're ready to pass the baton. Let all the Pisces. The so Pisces go, go crazy. Go crazy, Pisces. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't have a lot of Pisces in my life, but I hear that you guys are dreamy, ethereal, and uh, you definitely bring the vibe. So I'm excited to welcome Pisces season into February. February has felt like a very long, I almost said year, (laughs) month for me. I think it's had quick weeks, long month kind of vibe. Exactly. Exactly. It's been such a pleasure being able to celebrate all of my beautiful Aquariuses in my life. You got a lot of them. I got a lot of them, and I knew that this was going to be a busy month for me. Mm-hmm. But going into March, I'm really, I'm really grateful because it feels like a time of spring cleaning. Yeah, moving past winter time, moving past the cold. We're gonna have longer days soon, so I'm yeah. like counting down the days for that. Yeah, and the groundhog saw didn't see a shadow, so spring's coming early. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I feel like my pulse check this week is that I'm excited for what March has to bring. And yeah, I'm ready to to kind of like say goodbye to winter. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people are, but it really hasn't even been that harsh of a winter. Like, I feel like many yeah. people are just now getting their like winter flurries and stuff like that. So it came and it went and I don't think it really did what winter usually does. Yeah. But I think this is all the people could handle right now. For your pulse check for March, like what are you welcoming into your life? Yeah, I think less about welcoming and just like, let's just keep the pace. Like, okay. don't lose momentum. Okay. So yeah, I think that's like the biggest priority for sure. Mm. Yeah. For me, it's not keeping the pace and slowing down. We're slowing down. Last time I talked to y'all, your girl had multiple jobs, still has multiple jobs, but I am, (laughs) yeah, I am defying my Jamaican roots of having multiple jobs. I'm weak. I'm weak. Scaling things back because, you know, it's interesting. We've talked a lot about rest being resistance. Shout out to Trisha Hershey. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just the whole concept of getting locked into the capitalistic nature of go, go, go within our lives. And sometimes, even I, as much as I talk about being in flow and how this community is like founded on being in flow and those principles, you still need a constant reminder and like lifestyle uh, check to be like, am I actually living by the principles that I'm even talking about constantly within mm-hmm. this community, within within my life? And so it was a really good 
I think, month for me to check in with myself. Yeah, and I think you do it with such a grace of there's seasons for things. And it's like rest can your relationship to rest or your relationship to putting a lot of intention and energy towards things can oscillate. And it does sometimes it can be a relationship to rest on a day to day. Sometimes it can be a relationship to rest on a much bigger scale saying like, I'm hustling right now so that we can rest later. And I think you've been really thoughtful in the way you've been thinking about how you want it to show up in your life. Cause your girl, you always in flow. Okay. Listen, okay. sometimes we got to get out of flow to get back in flow. And there that's, we the, go. that's always <laughs> the go. alignment piece. And so I hope people, Honestly. whether you're trying to keep up the pace and keep momentum going, or you're slowing down that you're finding solace and an intention within whatever path you choose and, and adjusting as needed. Um, today's episode is going to be extremely timely because I just think so much of what's on TikTok, what's in the culture right now is talking about purpose. And so we are going to be diving into all things about debunking your purpose because, whew. And I think that's important we talk about, we're not solely dedicating diving into your purpose, but debunking it. I think both of us we see a lot of expectation and pressure put on people in their 20s, even in their 30s, to have their whole life mapped out with, without a doubt, every step in finding your purpose and being grounded in it. And once you do that, then all of a sudden life becomes rainbows and unicorns. And it can be really overwhelming at times in your 20s when you're just experiencing a lot. And also people who are much older talk about your 20s being just not indicative of how your whole life will go is a huge expectation. So I think for us, it's really important that we tease this out a little bit more and really think thoughtfully and mindfully about what we want our relationship to purpose be rather than just consume what the social or cultural expectation for what your purpose should look like is and that is what I'm really excited about so we will be diving into all of that right after this break so Lexi when was the first time in your life that you were like what is my purpose at what age do you feel like that came into to your mind yeah I definitely am gonna fall into a camp that probably wasn't obsessed with this idea whatsoever I think for me if you really break it down and I'm such a words person probably by nature a lexographer is truly like somebody who curates dictionaries but a purpose is really just your reason for something like why what's the guiding uh, understanding or just justification for why you're doing something and for me I think I just didn't want to move in my life and not know what my reason for doing something was. I'm a big proponent in my work and in my life that you should be able, somebody should be able to read the script, look at the meeting and know how decisions were being made. And so for me, I think I've just made a really conscious choice of as I'm making decisions to know my reason why and ask myself if I'm feeling okay with what my reason why is, whether it is I simply want to do it and that's it. That's Mm -hmm. enough. Or if it's, oh, I want to see the fruits of this much, much later. For me, it's just being able to come back to that reason why. Not so much this like much bigger or grander, mysterious version, but that's probably the byproduct of reading too many like The Alchemist and Four Agreements. And there's another book called The Manual of like, 
taking somebody on a mystical journey to find their purpose only to realize it was just them being them. Yeah, absolutely. I I 100% resonate with that. So would you say that your reason why just kind of came about like just through living or like when did you kind of settle on your reason why? I think you have to answer that question at different points in your life. So Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's ever a place where it's like that gets answered. Mm -hmm. I think there's just kind of stages of your life where you're provided opportunity to dive really deep into it. And I think that's just kind of my practice of just being able to say like in this season, like, do we know why we're doing this? Do we have the reason? And if not, maybe let's slow down to be more thoughtful about it. But yeah, what's that journey been like for you? It's been... I think still a journey where so much of my life has been spent wondering what is my purpose? I think that's been a major theme, I think, ever since graduating college, Mm -hmm. Um, because leading up to my graduation, I was so focused on having the accolades, having the things, the check marks and whatnot. And so when you graduate, I think for a lot of us, that's usually the time when we're really checking in with ourselves and we're like, what actually is going to fulfill us? Mm -hmm. What is our purpose? And you see people in the world of a very rare group of people that say that they wake up happy and that they are, they go to the job that fulfills them and everything just seems to be working. And so for people that don't experience that, i.e. me and friends, it feels like, what can I do to also generate that same level of happiness? Because this person seems so content. And so I've meditated on it. I've journaled about it. I've read the books. I've listened to the <laughs> podcasts. I've watched the documentaries. And you still don't have your purpose. I know. And, and, and I really like what you said about you know, it changes during different seasons. Mm -hmm. But after meditating on it so long, similar to the end of The Alchemist and a lot of these (laughs) books, it is a decision, really. It's Mm -hmm. not necessarily like this innate thing. Anyone can decide what their purpose is. And oftentimes, our purpose is simply to just be. And I think Buddhism talks a lot about this. And that's that the whole concepts and um, spiritual practices of Buddhism, I think, has really helped shape my journey of understanding my own purpose because it lets me have something to ground myself versus my reality of being shown, okay, you really need to work hard and figure out what this is. Why do you think is... You know, there's a big distinction between, like you said, just the decision of being present versus the checkbox and the roadmap very clearly defined. What do you think is the reason we get so swept up in the day in the life vlogs that feel so harmonious and it just feels like we're the ones who aren't on the right path yet or waiting for that answer? What do you think is keeping us from just that sense of being? Because it's too easy. Yeah. And I think that... Oh, speak we, on it. You go, we, you're talking to somebody. You're talking to somebody. It's too easy to just be like... There, it feels like there needs to be a bigger concept, a bigger practice, a bigger journey to understanding our purpose. 
It's interesting because I think I would take the opposite of it's very scary to just Mm. be. Because once you just be that everything else that comes from that is a reflection of who you are. And some people are scared to see the parts of themselves or to see the byproduct of like the culmination of their understanding of themselves. So it would be easier to just take up a different storyline or take up a path that's already been you know, carved Mm -hmm. out for you than to just sit in it. So that's interesting that you're like, it's too easy. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's that too. Because I think a lot of people are just scared of Mm -hmm. then if I make that decision, then I'm also the person who's accountable for everything after that decision. And that feels like a really, you know, a big weight that not many, we we don't have to think about on a day-to-day as much. Yeah, it, it is an interesting concept to think about. I saw a TikTok the other day and the woman posed a question that asked, what if it's supposed to be easy? Mm. And oftentimes the things that come to us the easiest, we choose not to pursue because it's just too easy. And life teaches us that we have to work hard to figure out (sighs) what's going to bring us the most fulfillment and what's, but oftentimes if you just take some time to pay attention to what excites you and doesn't excite you, that will lead you on the path to happiness. Now, your purpose and happiness, not they're synonymous. not synonymous. They're not synonymous. And that's, I think, what most of us are looking for. Because if we can find our purpose in a job, if we can find our purpose in, you know, writing a book that is a New York Times bestseller, like this is my purpose and have that moment, then we'll feel better about the stage of the journey, the stages of the journey and working hard and putting in the effort and, you know, all yeah. of those other things. But in actuality, if we just looked at what was making us happy, then we'd find better solace in just being. Yeah, I think an incredible point to make for sure. And I think when you talk to most people who have really thought about the idea of purpose would agree of that happiness is not guaranteed in this. And it's really this idea of contentment, like that you're content with the surroundings rather than this like very extreme emotional state and you probably will experience happiness and joy along the journey but that's not the destination that's not the end result and so I think that that's a huge piece that I hope a lot of people who are listening are thinking about you know have they also ascribed that happiness is their purpose and that that has misled them and actually probably led to a lot of disappointment because of expectations of I was supposed to get the job and I was supposed to be happy and it was supposed to be harmonious and then coming to the grueling reality that in fact that was quite a big bet to be placed on it and then having to re kind of collect their sense of understanding of why they're in that present moment and I think this idea of being I'm really curious how you find moments of that in your day-to-day because I also want people to know that even in those decisions, if you feel like you are so far from your purpose, you're still on the journey. Like you don't have to start from ground zero. You also get to define how those moments get crafted and written into your much larger story too. So don't feel like all labor is lost on, you know, if you are in that job or you are in that relationship and don't feel like it is tethered to the bigger purpose that you want to have in your life. Yeah, it's, 
In Buddhism, they also talk about how we cause most of our suffering. And I think for me and my <laughs> journey. Hashtag humanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, finding, trying to figure out what my purpose was, racking my brain on it, it was getting really obsessive. Yeah. And in a way, I was causing my own suffering. But I think that there is nothing wrong with experimenting and figuring out what qualities of life or what rituals or what experiences really will bring us the most fulfillment while we're here briefly. And so it the challenge is figuring out how to call in more opportunities for happiness and joy in your life and understanding what you're willing to resist mm-hmm. within our culture of work, 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 um, you know, graduate, get married, buy a house, like what are we resisting and what feels more authentic to ourselves to create a life of alignment? Mm -hmm. For me, again, I started off this episode talking about my challenge of resisting overworking myself and hustling. Black women, black people, second nature is to hustle and to get Mm -hmm. that money and to provide for our family and to be the one that breaks all these curses Mm -hmm. and we can get so lost in that. And so we see, like you said, like you mentioned earlier, these people that do make it to the top and are still not happy. (laughs) The artist that thinks that I want to be famous and make, you know, the best music ever Mm -hmm. and gets to the top of their career and they're still not happy. They have the most money in the bank and they're still not happy. So what are the ways that I'm going to protect my own peace yeah and call in happiness is more so where how I've redirected that yeah I think that's so beautiful and I hope more people are inspired to also take up those mindfulness moments and really ask themselves what their relationship to being is I think for me I get really excited about this because I also know that the reason it's so important to us when we're cultivating flow is not just because we're all on this individualistic journey either I think the other part of this idea of our humanity and what we're called to do and the values and reasons that kind of guide that is also our relationship to each other and our relationship to the world around us. And so I think when we can get more and more people who are committed to that being, committed to cultivating that presence, who are committed to living in a, you know, value aligned purposeful, purposefully driven way, then we also create a very strong, cohesive community that's resilient, that's sustainable, and that can really weather all the storms that we're already experiencing. Part of that life is just being a part of that ecosystem. And so I get more excited because I want more people to be on that journey of being and finding their own reason for and values of why they are the way that they are and where they want to go. Y'all hear me all the time. I'm like, The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's like there is already that kind of path forward for us and being active in that and being present gets me so excited because it's just what's possible for the collective too. And when the collective got purpose, that means power. They got power. They got influence. That is so true. That is so true. Mm -hmm. I feel like my purpose is to just have more moments um, of love with the ones that I love. Like if I could get paid for that, <laughs> oh my God. But that's not what they want to tell you your purpose is. They want to tell you your purpose is to start a business and create generational wealth. And I'm like, 
Ah, he said, I've heard it one too many times. I can't all be our purpose now. I know as someone that has like literally scrubbed the internet, figuring out. (laughs) She's not lying. Trying to figure out what it is. Having conversation after conversation. The internet's not going to tell you. It's not. So whether you're listening and you are somebody who, like Liv, was scrubbing the internet for that 10 steps to find your purpose, or whether you're like me and have been very curious along the way, but haven't quite honed in the true, you know, uh, roadmap of how purpose looks like in your life, we hope that this episode has helped tease out the misalignment and the mismarketing we've gotten around your purpose and really at its core is an invitation to just be just be y'all absolutely absolutely i see a lot of um you know people say in order to find your purpose you have to know what you're good at know what you can get paid for and know what makes your soul dance Y'all, just just be. Just be. Just be. Try it. Try it out and let Try us know. Try it out and let us know. But most likely, you're probably not going to be able to make a million dollars from your purpose. <laughs> Thank you, Liv. We needed that. You know? Yeah. Like, and that's okay. And that's actually perfect. Because mm-hmm. more money, more problems. Just kidding. We're, we're inviting all of the checks. We're inviting all the checks, universe. Sorry. But, yes. We're working on being and the rest will come because what's for us will find us 100% I couldn't have said it better and so with that being said peace love blessings we will see y'all next time bye y'all see ya all right that wraps up our episode this week We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.